Hello, Theologizers. So we're back again uh, with part two of our discussion about anxiety, humility, and pride. So let's get back into it. Indeed. We should remember the spiritual warfare that's going on because it's not like it's just the natural flow of the world is not trusting in God. There's active spiritual forces, especially for people who I think are trying to be diligent to live the Christian life, to live the life in reliance on God's love, like trying to move in that direction. I think we're almost more susceptible to this. The enemy is going to come more than likely in vulnerable moments. He's not going to come when we're having devotions and we have a cup of coffee in our system or we're feeling good on a certain day or we're driving and you know listening to music on a beautiful day. He's probably going to come when we've had a long, crappy day, when we're exhausted, where things aren't going our way, where we're beat down by our circumstances. And he's going to start, because I've noticed this in my own life, that's where he starts speaking, be like, you know what? Look at all this chaos that's happening around you. Look at all this, look at all this crap. The only reason that you think God got it is because you just kind of believe it falsely in a moment of hope or a moment of like you're feeling pretty good. But this is this is the reality you're working with. You're 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 deluding yourself. You're uh, on your own and God's not really there. What has he really done? That's like the voice I get sometimes. And then I got to recognize that as as the voice of the enemy. So I think it's important to remember that there's spiritual forces at work that are trying to fight against that total relinquishing control to God and God's love for us. The most effective way they they can do it is in the most subtle Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. The serpent in Genesis is described as this. Now, the serpent was the subtlest the most crafty of all of the beasts of the earth. Yeah, he's not coming in like a doofus. Like, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he, he has strategy. Like, he's smart. It's yeah, kind he's of, not clowning uh, around. <laughs> yeah, there's no messing around. Like, and he, he knows how to get at us in our yeah. heads, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we were mentioning earlier before we started recording that uh, part of the reason why we wanted to talk about this is that it's not like Brett, you were saying it's like, it's not the top three things that we're all thinking about. Oh, you know, let me check my checklist of how good I'm doing today. What I'm going to, what I'm going to confess during confession at church yeah. on Sunday. Only you the know, big no knows that everyone yeah, don't yeah. drink, chew, or ride with girls who do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're like, you know what? If like, not, you'll be good to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've been, you know, I've been going to church. I think I'm pretty nice. I'm working on some stuff. I'm not doing these big, bad, you know, top five, top mm-hmm. 10 things yeah. i'm okay and you as satan says he says i could work with that yep <laughs> he's like <laughs> he says, oh yeah you roll yeah. to sleep he's like, all right let's go to work but it's have like, you this heard person's about asleep at the spiritual at the spiritual wheel <laughs> right? that's i a think good metaphor yep that's <laughs> yeah. so yeah yeah so i thought i mean that was interesting that I, I think once you start looking for this yeah and in, in yourself you realize more and more how much it's actually there and how much harder it is to spot until it has already, you know, messed you up. And Um, you have to ask for God to reveal that stuff. And I think that's why it's the, the life of a Christian can't be a complacent one. Like you have to, 
the life of a Christian is as ongoing repentance. Mm-hmm. So like I've tried to incorporate more into my uh, prayer life, the Jesus prayer, right? Lord Jesus Christ, son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And again, which in many ways is contrary to a kind of popular American, you know, Christian vibe, right? Where there's been this overemphasis on, and it's true, you know, God loves you. He accepts you where you are and all that stuff. You can rest in him. Those are all truths, but you, but they have to be balanced with the reality that you're talking about, right? We're all talking about, which is that that doesn't mean that the devil's sleeping on you. Yeah. Yeah, the devil, the devil doesn't <laughs> go. Oh, going, okay. If Peace anything, out. he's going after you harder because <laughs> yeah. you're you're actually trying to pursue God, right? You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and so you know, acts of daily repentance, not becoming complacent. Uh, oh, like I'm cruising right now, man, in my spiritual life. It's like <laughs> you you Put your shades on, convertible, yeah, hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> You have to, yeah, remind yourself again that, like, you're committing all kinds of sins all the time that you don't even recognize. And so, like, you have to seek repentance every day, even if nothing is explicit in your mind. You know, you just have to be like, like, I know I'm still a sinner. Yeah. Um, I know I still need God's mercy. Um, It's scary to confront that sometimes, though, mm -hmm. because... it's a lot easier just to think you're a lot doing a lot better than you are because it doesn't require as much work. So you're like, okay, I'm doing pretty good, but you almost like don't want to open up the can of worms by like really being more introspective and doing a little digging and like figure out what's actually going on. Cause then you think, Oh man, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to find down there. And it, it probably will take a, a, some work to start overcoming some of that stuff. Um, like so you said, like the Christian life isn't easy, but the, the, you know, you look at great stories, you know, there's never an easy life, but it, those are the stories that we love when someone goes through a journey or a struggle and overcomes it in the end. That's what's most compelling to us, you know. That's we, Sam's speech, man. We don't value <laughs> it. Like that's what I'm. That's what I thought too. It's like I don't yeah. value people who've had comfortable lives and try to avoid any sort of conflict or hardship at all costs. I don't. I don't look at that and put value in that. And I think there's something to be said about that. It's like the things that we we see in other people that we we really value and that we really respect and 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 we see that that is what like a true man or a true woman of god is supposed to be we like to admire it from afar we see that that's that is, that's where we need to be going that's the direction we need to be heading but then when we think about incorporating some of that in our own lives, I, I'll speak for myself. I'll say when I think about incorporating some of that in my own life, I'm like, ooh, that's hard. That's yeah, that's tough. It, is there really a light at the end of that tunnel to do that work, that interior work to like become that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's another way that the enemy speaks at us. It's like you're going to you're going to go through all of that struggle and there's not going to be a reward at the mm-hmm. end there's not mm-hmm. going to be a light at the end of the tunnel god doesn't actually have you at the end of your story well, he, here's another thing i think he often says i think he he probably get us gets us to think he says well the reason you don't have to care about that stuff is you're doing good enough to be saved right? yeah so yeah. just chill but of course incorporating that 
too much into your mind, Satan probably knows it's going to make it less likely that you'll persevere to the end. He just wants you to become more and more negligent, right? More and more your, complacent. Your spiritual life. It's yeah. like, well, you know, and obviously the extreme version of that is the like kind of antinomian eternal security kind of view, which is, well, I said the sinner's prayer. I know I'm good with God. So now I can just do what I want, right? God's gracious. Yeah. Which is, of course, the yeah. exact thing that Paul rebukes mm-hmm. in Romans. He says, he, he, he addresses a, a rhetorically someone who thinks that way, you know, because he says, where sin abounded, grace abounded all the more. What shall we say then? Shall we, you know, sin in order that we can have more grace? And he says, may it never be, right? Because yeah. you were washed, you the reception of the grace was you were crucified with Christ. You died with Christ in baptism and now you're being made alive by the spirit. Yeah. Okay. Like I just bringing it back to some of the, the, some of the things you were saying a little earlier about what true humility is and where some of this anxiety comes from. Like I can totally relate. Cause like Ben, you said it was more intellectual and Kayla, Kaylee, you said it was more like you want to seem like you you have it under control, that you're you're not helpless, you're, you're smart, you're capable. Yeah, maybe. it's the self-reliance. Um, yeah. You know, I, it, I'm still unpacking some of that stuff, but, yeah. you know, being kind of an introverted person, but yeah, like, I don't know, it's, it's this sense of, yeah, I want to be self-reliant, competent. And security mm-hmm. is a big thing that like it touches on is that I yeah. need to be this good. I need to be thought of as being this good. And like, I can't fail. Gotta have this certain level of, of achievement. And it has a, it's tied up with my worth. Yeah. And that's, I think, going to be a lot of my Christian journey yeah. <laughs> for probably a long time yeah <laughs> indefinitely is because you, you yeah. were mentioning brett like this practicing of these thoughts i i think i relate a lot to what you were talking about is this i believe that my worth comes from god mm-hmm. but do i believe it <laughs> do i believe, really believe but it do you really <laughs> but do you, do you really, really believe, believe? <laughs> and, and it's yeah. that it's it's not the first thing is to have the belief that's good mm-hmm. first because step. then first step, Maybe. but the real work that I, I, at least for myself that I'm finding now is like actually putting that into practice when I'm having these thoughts about, you know, it even hurts me right now. I'm like, well, I don't want to sound <laughs> arrogant. I, I, I don't want to sound like, but you know what? Like that, that's my thing that I'm dealing with is that I got told I was smart a lot growing up. Mm hmm. And uh, I have like an ego problem, I think a little bit. And you don't have, I think what, what I wanted to bring to this a little bit is that you don't have to be the person that goes around saying, I'm so great, I'm so smart to be the person that has this need to cling on to the security of your identity coming from right. yourself and other people. And that my, at least for me, my issue that I'm needing to practice is that when I notice myself using other people's opinions to validate me that I need to remind myself that my worth comes from God. Yeah. And that I need to, it's a constant practice of redirecting that attitude 
I mean, what's your experience with some of this intellectual stuff you said was more of the culprit for you? Well, not not necessarily intellectual, but I I, I have a very similar struggle as you. It, you know, it comes from a you know little bit of different places, but it's still the approval and like people thinking highly of of me is mm-hmm. like as bad as it sounds like that's like what I'm trying to make happen almost every moment of yep. every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it hurts to admit it, right? It's yeah. so hard to get yeah, on a podcast sucks. and be like, <laughs> guess what? I, I, it's not that I'm faking so being nice. It, it's not that, Yeah. but like, that's what I'm do subconsciously. That's the script that's running until you question it. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to make that happen. I'm trying mm-hmm to do what I have to do to get that approval from people. And like most motivations of like what I'm doing on a day to day, whether it's at work or with friends or wherever, like it's that kind of being the end goal. I mean, do I feel like I'm I'm making progress? I'm making some progress in my Christian Mm -hmm. life and trying to fight that. But like you said, like it's a big animal and I, I, I do have a long way to go too. And I think that stems from I just insecurity in maybe uh, self worth. Like if I don't have people telling me I'm they they like me or they want to be around me or I'm not getting like positive feedback or I'm not being successful at my job that I don't have worth that I'm kind of shut out of the party. Like like I'm out like the doors shut. Everyone else is in there. I'm hidden from people. I'm in like the wilderness, you know. No one sees me. Like I'm revenant. You've I'm like Leonardo DiCaprio. You're you know, gonna have revenant. to sleep inside a horse. Yeah, I'm gonna have to sleep inside of a horse's bowels, and no one's gonna know I'm doing that, and no one's gonna be around me, and I'm gonna be alone. You know, it's like that's that's like I'm like no, that can't happen. I I gotta be. I got to have all of this feedback, so I know I'm in. Yeah. The group that I'm liked, that people think highly of me, you know, and that all goes into like my self worth. And that's why I bring up so many times, like, what's the practical side of like getting your worth from Christ? Because I need to start substituting those little things that I'm doing each day to try to get that from people with spiritual practices where I'm getting that more from God. And I want to slowly start incorporating that into my life. Because until I do that, I need to start like believing that that's true. I, I need to start experiencing that from God, so I can be less inwardly focused when I'm when I am around people, and I can just give away more genuinely, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, not just to get something back, but to truly kind of give to people just because they're people, and you know that that's that love thing where we're not seeking anything in return, but like. Life is hectic. Life is full of to-do lists and everything you got to get done. And every, you know, you're trying to like keep everything in order in life. You know, your social world, your spiritual world, your work life, you know, your practical world, you know, groceries running out. You're just trying to keep everything good to go. (laughs) Trying to spin all your plates. Yeah. You're trying to spin the plates again. So you feel like you have control, you know, you can't drop a plate, but what are those practices to incorporate and maybe i know what they are i just not doing them (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys think have you guys like anything like that you've tried to like do 
on a daily basis outside of time with God. And I think that definitely helps. But anything else? What do you think, Kay? This is really hard. That's what I think. (laughs) Um, I mean, some of it has been... So, I mean, I've been going to a therapist for a while also related to the anxiety stuff. Some of the first step was just uncovering, like, what is driving you to do things on a daily... What is Ask yourself in interactions in your head. Don't ask out loud. <laughs> Don't walk up yeah. to someone at a store and say, why am I doing this? Why am I here? I would, I would actually thought, like, I need to get, I, it would be cool to have a therapist just to, like, get another person to listen. Like, what the heck is yeah. going on in my brain right now? Yeah. yeah. That's also um, what the church is supposed to be for, too. Again, a part of our yeah. problem in America, we're very individualistic about our Christianity, yeah. you know? But it's, again, like, I feel like this is why this conversation is important is like somebody has got to be the first person or the first three people. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think everyone say, else is happening inside yeah. of saying anything. Yeah. You gotta be yeah. a, a little, you gotta be willing to do that. So I think you have to do that by yourself or with your, you know, yeah. pastor or your therapist first. And I'm not saying a therapist is a replacement for a pastor. They're very different purposes. <laughs> it's just sidebar. Very yeah. different things. Priest is always greater than pastor. <laughs> or, sorry, pastor. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> sorry, that's my ecclesiology or something. Priest is always greater than therapist. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're different. They're getting at different things. But I think the point I'm trying to make is like, as far as I've gotten so far, is trying to have that moment with yourself and that running conversation in your head of like, you know, you're, you're sitting, let's say you're sitting there and you're thinking, um, you know, I'm about to do, I'm about to write this paper and submit it and it's going to be judged, right? Some, my boss is going to read it and, and you're thinking like, oh, I'm so nervous about it and, and stop and think, why are you nervous? Why? Let's say he reads it and he says, you're a big, dumb idiot. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> you go, stink. <laughs> you stink. Yeah. You stink. Go there in your head to... The what if that you're doing that you're not, you know, we have this tendency and anxiety to um, you'll sort of stop at the fear and then not ask like, well, what if the fear comes true, huh? Like, yeah. then what? Yeah. And yeah. and so walk yourself through like, what's the worst case thing that you're envisioning that's making you so nervous? If it's your boss saying you're, you know, you're a dummy, like sit with that and think like, well, why would that bother me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What so like what is it about therapy technique? Yeah. yeah. What is it about technique. the idea of that person calling me a dummy or the idea of being wrong on scripture, for example, with that, you know, being mm-hmm. of a logical contradiction that, you know, I can't understand this particular passage. Like sit with that and think, okay, like what does that say about my values? <laughs> and just take that moment, at least for me, it's that's where I'm at right now is trying to notice that that's happening and just think, okay, well, what this is saying right now is that the value that you're getting is from your boss's opinion or the value you're getting is from knowing exactly the logical intricacies of this particular passage. And why Mm -hmm. does that give you value? It's because it makes you feel like you know more. Or in yeah. my case, it makes, it makes me feel like now I have a rational basis to yeah. trust God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's like, well, I mean, that's almost, I mean, of course we God. all think we do have like a, a basic, you know, reason yeah. to trust God. But mm-hmm. like, I always feel like I need like an entire skyscraper, right? 
before you know mm -hmm. i can really yeah yeah he's got to hit that bar ben before you'll you'll trust right god, god's got to god's got to jump, jump up touch this before <laughs> yeah. I walk. dude i'm i'm he's putting god in dunk. the dock every yeah. day and i'm like where were you on the night of july 25th <laughs> yeah yeah you you know what and tell me if you guys can do you think there's truth to this most churches i i don't think a lot of people are this is a bold statement tell me uh -oh. if i'm i'm across the line but i don't right. think a lot theo of bros is for being bold <laughs> or theo bold if anyone's still listening this is the bold yes, statement this is it sorry draw the line um Brett's not really known for bold the reason i kind say of of this is because i i look at myself and i, okay. I always think i can't i can't be all alone on this where I'm seeing how hard it is to truly be transformed. And I don't think most Christians in the church are truly, as much as they could, being transformed. True transformation to their character and to their spirit. What I do see is people, a lot of people kind of hit their wall, they get to the end of their rope, and in a lot of cases, not all cases, and they give their life to Christ and to God and, and they start getting in, involved in the church and in ministry and, and, and trying to, to, to be to have a turnaround in their life and, and, and dedicate all their energy toward this. But I think even within the church, there's a lot of people who maybe ex externally they have they made improvements to their life? Yes. Have they are they living a smarter, better life that's going more toward God's direction than going more towards life than death, I would say yes. But um, I think a lot of what they're incorporating is more uh, surface level, where a lot of these insidious kind of selfish sins and stuff are still there. But you're like getting your worth out of, I've turned my life around. I'm involved mm -hmm. in the church. I'm reading my Bible. Instead of doing this on a Saturday, I'm getting up. And I'm, you know, serving the homeless downtown. I'm, I'm involved. I'm, my time is more made up of these Christian things. Mm -hmm. So, but I think there's a way where that's just like someone, and and me too, and maybe a lot of people like just replacing getting your worth out of one thing for a more spiritualized thing, where that's still you want to be kind of known for that. Like you want people to kind of see it, you know, like, look yeah. what I'm yeah. doing. That's I'm very tempting. Doing all of these things. Look at that man of God. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I feel better. He's so involved. Yeah. He's handed out so yeah. many. Um, what are the things they hand out at church? Pamphlets? Pamphlets. No, uh, no, no, no. What are they Pro called? What Programs. They? No, that's not it either. <laughs> I don't know. Well, do you get what I'm saying? Like a lot of that yeah. stuff. It's still like, about building your own thing. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> that stuff isn't like rooted transformation. It's more like mm -hmm. some interior transformation, but mostly like a rearrangement of what you're doing with your time. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think it comes back to that thing of like you're like you know objectively like that person's a nice person. The person doing that. Oh yeah. Those are nice things to do. Th those are, and you can. You know, you're, you are being selfless with your time if you're going to volunteer on a Saturday. You're being, yeah, you're, you're centering your life in a way if you're, if you're reading the Bible consistently. And, you know, yeah, you're thinking about God, hopefully, as you're reading the Bible. Like, yeah. that's what's going on, probably. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I like that point that is, not, I think it's I'm much not... harder. It's much yeah. harder to really ask, like, why? I think the question is, like, 
am I getting something out of this? Yeah. And that's, I think, that's something I'm trying to ask myself, too, when I do stuff like this or when I have interactions with people. Like, am I doing this because it is building toward me thinking something about me? (laughs) And it's that C.S. Lewis quote again. Here we go, full circle. Thinking about yourself less. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, all all those external things are important. Yeah. But they're they're meant to be... The ultimate purpose of those things is to transform your character. Yes, right? and I think the, and there there are ends in a lot of people's life rather than the means to that end. Yeah, because I interact with a lot of these people, and do you feel like you're interacting with like a totally transformed person that's like like a, so much more actually selfless and interested and doing it for the like like no thought of self than joe schmo over there in the secular world yeah i'm saying i'm one of these i'm trying and i yeah. think i'm one of these people just as much as the next person yeah but i think it's just a good thing for all of us to think about because i i don't necessarily people might have this very surface level kind of they say the right things now they speak you know I mean? the, they have yeah. the christian catchphrase yeah they have the catchphrases they're, they're, they're trying to prove to you that they're a different kind of person but I, but you can kind of see. Hey, brother, it. God just put this thing on my heart. Yeah, rather than <laughs> when you really uh, come up against someone who truly is transformed, and there are those people out there. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You, you never it, forget it. And, no. and it's and it's almost like effortless. Like they're not trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to do you, the you, Christian you, thing, and like you yeah. truly feel loved, and you feel the worth, and when you engage with people like this, you feel peace. Truly. And I think for most people who are in the churches, me included, I'm trying to be better about this by being introspective on my own self. And I'd venture to say a lot of people that are in the church, there's a lot of these same issues, Kaylee, like you're talking about with the hum- the true humility in our life. And I think, I- I'm not judging anybody. I just think that no one talks about that. Everyone just thinks, oh yeah, you're doing it right. You're, yeah. you're good to go. You're going to church. You're serving and tithing and have you plugged into a small group um (laughs) i I feel like this one of the areas that i feel like this has come out a lot and um i've even had some personal experiences that you know that i won't get into the details of but i think it comes out into in like the area of evangelism often Mm -hmm. where uh, you know especially in in the evangelical protestant world there's there's often this idea of evangelism as and we talked about this a little bit in passing before, Brett. Okay, kind of bagging souls, right? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> the numbers. Like, it's all about yeah, the numbers. It's all about the numbers, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, but I've been every no- oh, man, I- <laughs> I've been in some conversations where I almost felt like, <laughs> like someone was setting it. <laughs> like, even when I was already a Christian, like, like someone was like setting an evangelism or a discipleship trap. For like, like for, for me, like, so in, instead of, and I realized at that point, They're I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I wasn't even having like an authentic conversation up to this point because yeah. the entire time this person was talking to me, they had this hidden motivation to kind of like lead me to a point in the conversation where they could pop some, you know, evangelistic or discipleship question on me with without even really knowing me yeah so so i feel like i mean that that even like how evangelism is done can be another one of those kind of externals where you're like oh you know i'm i'm bringing people to the lord you know i'm, I'm bagging the souls it's like mm-hmm. but that's worthless if you're losing your own in the process like so, exactly. not to sound too harsh 
Wow. Yeah. But if, if you, again, you can subconsciously even start treating other people as a means to a spiritual end, yeah. but it's like a Christian end. So you don't think about it, right? You don't think about it that way that you're using people. But right. again, you might you, you you still might be using proper language too, covering yourself even against what Ben is accusing some people of doing, where you still say, "Oh, I'm doing it because um, I'm following Christ to love my neighbor, and I I love you, man." And uh, um, every every number is a a soul, an image bearer of God, and and you can kind of still say the right things, yeah, to cover it. But is that what's actually going on in your spirit? Do you really care about that person? Or you yeah. just feel better about yourself because you can tell someone you led them to Christ. You can add that to your your list of how many people you've evangelized. Yeah. I, I just think it's tough work. And I know it's tough work because I struggle. And I just like having conversations like this because the, I think these are the real conversations that people need to be having. Because it yeah, any... we're so great for having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Heck yeah. I have so much self worth because I get I'm on this podcast, good. and like I know what most people don't know. You know, yeah. I come at it at the unique angle because I'm just that intuitive and yeah. gifted. You know, Theo, bro, you know? That's in all... the you're know. Wel- you're welcome. <laughs> it's so hard to avoid. You know, not, not to. I, I know that's it's not true. What you're saying. No, no, I, totally. No, there's some of that. That's. Right. <laughs> uh, it's so prevalent, you know, everywhere. It's just a hard thing to really overcome because there is that, dare I say what the kids use, you, you know, you're a gym, you know, ha- on social media. Don't they say that now? Do they? Like, happy birthday to my girl. She's she's a gym. She's a gym. <laughs> Who's saying that? <laughs> Kaylee, are you, are you with the 22-year-olds, 20, 21-year-olds? No, nah, dude, I'm not in We're that space online. We're all on this podcast. I don't know, I I don't a, know what yeet means. I have a few friends <laughs> in that age i don't i see that online like, i'm trolling you brett i'm sorry <laughs> you guys are real gems i don't know if you do that that makes me feel real good <laughs> cool cool um what was i even say like i am just a gem in the crown of my heavenly father oh, all gems that's the moral of this episode okay um <laughs> No, that it's hard freaking work and it kind it, 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 we, and we should just admit it, you know, and say, yeah. hey, God, this is a tough help. Help me. Yeah, I stink. Yeah. In a, but in like a confident like I stink. Yeah. Let's let's work on it together. Yeah. I think it, that's maybe kind of, that's where I'm trying to get. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, kind of freeing. Like but, I stink forever and always. It's part of but not like a I'm down on myself. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Like, I'm helpless, but I got it's, someone to help me. It's kind of a freeing thought. And like me yeah. and Ben were talking about this a little bit a, a few episodes ago. I'm not even sure when it was, but like that resignedness of like, yeah. screw it. I can't do it. And I'm not going to try to prove it. And I don't know what's happening. And I feel like crap. Let's go. It's almost like that's when peace kind of starts to flood me a little yeah. bit. Like a calmness when I just t- stop trying you know, and I almost feel like that sometimes when I'll get like an unexpected, very kind reaction from somebody, they can almost see the yeah. resignedness in you the, the, yeah. and, and you almost start to actually receive more of the love that you're so desperately trying to get by covering that. Do you yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like uh, we're almost like afraid to need that. 
Does that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. Like you wanna you wanna be the person who's like, I'm giving out the love. All right. Like yeah. me, I got it. I got love to give. I got love to spare. I'm yeah. so, I'm so stable. Uh, you know, like I got this. Mm-hmm. But it's like that moment that you're talking about of like, I need it. I need help. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like every and I think realizing like everyone needs that. Oh yeah. That's a really connecting feeling of yeah. mutual need. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was something that hurts us and why we're so desperately trying to avoid that even though we see the freedom in it whenever we get there mm-hmm. is like society the culture says no no to that. They're like no if you it's all about you know pick yourself up by your bootstraps, you yeah. make it happen, you succeed love yourself you know i feel it like it's gonna happen unless you make it happen i feel like know? modern western americans are like the worst like nationality like the worst culture in a, in a way to be in for this issue yeah because they say that state of mind we're talking about that actually is where we need to get it's like oh that's that's that, you're a loser you're yeah weak. you're a loser you're at the bottom <laughs> of the social barrier yeah. if you're there yeah. or because they have a, a a skewed view of love they're like oh you're not loving yourself yeah um Again, with this like sentimental, like, you know, loving other people or loving yourself is just being okay with whatever as long as you're not, you know, yeah. punching someone in the face. Like unless a, they're a Nazi. Like a street um, home on the uh, in like New York City, you know, a guy coming up to the camera, he's like, love yourself, be true to yourself, live your truth. Don't <laughs> let anybody bring me down. You are worth it. You can make it happen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. find your bliss, man. Eat, pray, yeah. love. But oh, mostly yeah. eat and love. Forget the prayers. You don't need them. <laughs> a lot of eating and a lot of loving. A lot of loving. A lot of eating. And we, and we ain't talking about the Christ-like loving. <laughs> <laughs> um, praying, nah, not so much. But we're a Christian nation, right? We're confused. <laughs> we're all confused. We're all sad and confused. We're all sad and confused. Okay. And we all just want to go to Weenie Hut Jr. and just a <laughs> Sunday. Okay. <laughs> that just who cares? When what we really really need to be doing is going to rock bottom. Oh yeah. That's true. That's rock bottom is where you, you begin the spiritual quest sometimes. Yeah. This isn't just regular darkness of the soul, Patrick. <laughs> it's advanced darkness. <laughs> You gotta oh, go into that advanced darkness, man. <laughs> You'll see some weird stuff down in there. <laughs> we gotta do an episode on Sponge, man. There's a lot of spiritual stuff. They <laughs> <laughs> even speak in tongues. Thank the theology, you. Theology, theology according to Patrick. That should be an episode of ours. <laughs> Dude, Patrick has hum- humility, man. He's just chilling under his rock, totally content, man. And he's a happy dude. Pat Patrick is like the saint, like hermit of... Uh, of rock of uh, bikini bottom. Yeah. yeah, and he's a great friend too. Actually, yeah, yeah you guys loyal. need to talk about Saint Patrick. Saint Patrick. Saint Patrick of bikini bottom. <laughs> <laughs> you can you imagine the Catholic Church beatifying? Uh, <laughs> I can see the icon now. Yeah. It's stained glass. <laughs> Have you guys seen the two popes? No, not yet. yet. I saw it. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So anything else, guys? Or are we going to... What do you guys think? That was a random question. What about the two popes? 
Well, because when you thought of beatifying, like, 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 you know, oh, okay, when they okay, make okay. someone a saint happens in Vatican City and Saint, yeah, saint yeah, okay. that whole movie takes place like in Vatican City. Yeah, so okay, a, I got you. Any, any other thoughts? Uh, I don't know. Did we screw anything up? Are we okay? <laughs> I think we're good. Okay, my self worth resides. Did we, in did we offend anyone? Or uh, so let's end uh, with the, a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's end with two quotes from uh, Saint Paisius about oh, yes humility. Yes. So the first is, he said, uh, if sincere repentance and humility are absent, the prerequisites for a person to feel that God's mercy is vital to them, then external asceticism and self-coercion alone will bring one to a state of spiritual delusion. Wow. It sums it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I love we have these brilliant fathers, mothers of the mm. church who can just yeah. take what we're thinking and sum it up in a one statement. They lived it, man. That that This conversation gives me even more appreciation for, like, they got to that place. Oh, yeah. Of, of oh, yeah. Trust and yeah. humility. Much more respect for those the history of the church and all those people who came before yeah. us who actually lived this out. If you ever want to feel like you have a long way to go. <laughs> read about, read the early church fathers. Oh, read a Saint man. Ignatius. Saint oh. Ignatius. He was one of the church fathers r- right after the apostles. Uh-huh. He was writing his letters to his churches while he was en route to Rome to be martyred. And he's writing in, in the Colosseum, and and he basically tells them he, he's like, "Don't try to prevent me," he says, for, "from going to my martyrdom." Because it's when I when I get to my martyrdom, that's when I'll truly become human. Wow! And, and he says, let, "Let me be chewed, basically. Let my flesh be chewed by the lion, so that I may be find a perfect sacrifice Jeez. to God." <laughs> Those are some hardcore yeah, early man. fathers. All right, so here's the last quote. St. Paisio said, The person who has real humility is the one that immediately forgets the good deeds he does. While any good done to him, even the most insignificant, he considers enormous and experiences a feeling of gratefulness. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Yeah. I need to put that on our fridge. I need yeah. to staple that to my forehead. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of times when I'm like, man, I did something good today. I'm like, I just think about it a lot. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> 15 minutes later, man, yeah, I did good. Man, I, I was a real <laughs> blessing to that person. <laughs> 43 minutes later, dude, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, someone someone uh, helps you pick up a pencil off the ground, and you're like, yeah, thanks a lot, toots. <laughs> yeah, thanks, toots. <laughs> I got to get back to being totally great over here. <laughs> yeah. Took you long enough. By the way, have you heard of Jesus? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got the question. Yes, I said Jesus to another person. Cool. <laughs> Doing the, oh, let me get out my notebook. Doing the hard work, you know, just like St. Ignatius was doing it. I'm doing it, you know. Oh, goodness. You're going to get to talk to St. Ignatius in heaven now for making that joke. <laughs> There's a lot of people I'm going to have to talk to in heaven, I yeah, think. Yo, St. Ignatius, you know, he got yeah. chewed, chewed to death by the lions for Christ, but I'm out Mr. here. Ignatius, I just but, got to heaven. Uh, but I'm out here supporting Trump and Chick-fil-A, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. I went to church and I was an usher. What did you do? Okay. By the way, we're not trying to belittle that. I know. <laughs> we're goofing. It man. is small acts of yeah, of just... kindness, but yeah, it's fine. Cool. All right, theologizers. Well, thank you for uh, joining us um, with our very special guest, Kaylee. And I thought it was very 
lively quality discussion we had and i hope that this opens yes. up future discussions and discussions for whoever's listening consider to. yourself well blessed by the wisdom <laughs> of <Peter. laughs> and here here's your two homeworks uh, theologizers that i'm Uh-oh. sure no oh, one give them homework Finn. give them homework. everyone has stopped listening right I know. um <laughs> yeah. read uh, they're actually they're actually Mom's short this no. so there are seven authentic <laughs> letters of saint ignatius they're short um really really edifying um and beautiful letters you can find those online and you should look up um stuff about saint paisios on youtube there's a good short um a couple good short documentaries yeah it's really inspiring cool all right thanks guys for having me of course thanks for being on okay yeah (laughs) well that wraps it up we'll see you next time theologizer we look forward to having kaylee on future episodes as well Stay humble, y'all, like we are for sure. (laughs) This is the Theo Bros Podcast.